thank God for the hope of Jesus in our lives. I'm going to read from Luke 15, verse 8. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and she loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and searches carefully until she finds it? Let's pray. Father, as we approach your word, we, we're so very thank, thankful. Cultivate our hearts right now, Lord, that we would be open. The oxygen of our hearts are open to hear what you have to say to us today. Lord, I thank you for using me, knowing that you brought me from a long way. I thank you. And Lord, we're going to forever give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Our lesson today is a parable from Jesus. It's, it's called a, a triptych. A triptych is one message in three parts. It's three in one frame. This morning, we're not going to talk about the lost sheep. We're not going to talk about the lost son. We're going to talk about the lost coin. I entitled our lesson today, Sweeping the House. First, we, uh, before we go into our lesson, let's see who was Jesus' audience on that day when he mentioned about this lady lost a coin? We would actually have to go back to verse 1 and 2 to see that. 15, 1 and 2. Now the tax collectors and the sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man, he welcomes sinners and he, he eats with them. You see, the Pharisees would divide people into two classes, the unclean and the righteous. Some were so serious about it that they would not nor to teach them the word of God. They were those people. Upon Jesus, knowing this about them and what was in, their, in them, and he heard their muttering hearts, Jesus began to display the glorious gospel. Luke 19.10 says that for the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost. John 3.16, we, we all know that, right? <laughs> but please, my brothers and sisters today, don't allow John 3.16 to lose his majesty 
in your life. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. But as people, how soon do we forget the power of God's love that's God at his best, loving and giving and saving to God be the glory. Let's go to the text. There's a lady that loses something that is valuable to her. Oh, I have something I don't want you to forget. You're valuable. And he knows your name. To the text, it mentions suppose she has something that is lost that is valuable to her, but suppose implies a choice. Will you go after what's valuable to you? Or will you not? But there's something about the people of God that when the spirit is stirring inside of you, inquiring minds want to know how to get back what's valuable to us. Our first point with what she did, she turned on the light. John uh, 1 Five, 1 John 1 5 says, We have heard this message and declared to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. First thing this lady did is she had a spiritual frame of reference. She looked to Jesus for light. If we have an earthly problem, my brothers and sisters, we need a heavenly perspective. <laughs> now that's a lady that knows how to shop. She gets her fashion tips from heaven. Not being shaped by the things of the world, but being shaped in fashion by Jesus, who is the light giver. That's her missionary journey. We're not only light receivers, but we are light givers. Matthew 5, 14 says, for you are the light of the world. A city on the hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand that it may give light to the whole house. He didn't say you could be, and he didn't say you might be. He said that we are the light of the world. And at the Beacon of Hope, where I work at, we are a lighthouse to many men. 
We're, we're sort of an indicator to change. And refuge, and people come to us, they, they, they're beaten and battered and weathered by the cares of life. And men can come and get bed, food, shower, change of clothes. But for the biggest part of us, as being examples of who Jesus Christ is, we can share the love and the care of Jesus Christ one-on-one. While hearing the life-changing message of Jesus Christ every day and every night at the beacon, the light is on. And I'm here today to say thank you because many of you have been down and know about the Beacon of Hope and has partnered with us, and you can do that in many ways. I started doing this in in 1993. I've been working in rescue mission work 25 years or more. I remember when I started young in the ministry, there was a a young man uh, that needed help. He was staying in somebody's uh, backyard. He was 16. He was unable to get into the Peoria Rescue Mission where I was working at the time, but I knew the gentleman that told me about this guy, and I sought to get resources for him. And I told him to meet me at 3 o'clock, and I'm going to give you these resources. And I went to work. I went at noon, and 1 o'clock passed. And I remember 2 o'clock passed, And I remember three o'clock, it passed, and the gentleman, he didn't show. So I kept working, and I got a phone call. And that phone call said that this gentleman had just took his life. And I'm thinking, Lord, what what in the world you got me doing? Lord, what's going on? It doesn't supposed to, it doesn't supposed to be like this, does it? And I can sense the Spirit of God early on in my ministry saying, Eric, just keep the light on. And I say to you, just keep the light on. Point number one was turn the light on. Have a spiritual frame of reference. Point number two is to sweep the house. Those who are in ministry would understand what I'm saying. Because as we are led by the spirit, we understand we're not superhuman. And we run out of strength sometimes. And we get tired. Anybody get tired? Sometimes we get discouraged many times. You know, going after souls is a pretty messy job. I said messy because... Uh, The things that have been captivating people for so long is really what you're up against. All of the things that have been clinging to them for years. 
It's a messy job. And also, it's a matter of life and death. I got a, a word of encouragement. And sometimes you're going to want to quit. I don't know, maybe somebody in here have quit in ministering to others. This is something that we kind of say sometimes, thinking they will never change. Just breathe <laughs> for a minute. Galatians 6 says, don't grow weary in well-doing, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you don't quit. The proper way to, to minister is to do what God has called you to do and then go home and let God do his work. Go home. When you've done all you can do, go home and allow God to do his work. So lean on Jesus as you continue to sweep or to minister or in your purpose or on your mission for she had no help from the coin at all. She had no assistance from the coin because the coin is unconsciously lost. What we're up against, sometimes you have to realize what a person believes is what you are looking to break through. And if a person is lost, evidently they think that they're okay, that they're going in the right direction. What loss means. I got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm going in the right direction. This coin is unconsciously lost. Anybody have any tangible sweepers? My tangible sweeper is mama. I was my mother's lost coin. I was that silver soul lost in the dirt of this world. I grew up in church, little boy, hearing the word of God. Out of it all, I knew God loved me. I just didn't know how to place that. I knew he loved me. Hearing the many messages would prick a little boy's heart. And they used to stick, stick me out there in Sunday school, and I used to have those suspenders. My mother used to dress me up in suspenders and bow tie. I looked like Urkel, you know, <laughs> coming out there. And I would do the summary of the Sunday school, and you know, that was high hopes for me. But let me tell you something. When I was a teenager, I began to stray away from the church. I grew up in Chicago, Illinois, and, and I joined the gang when I was 12 years old. Ripping and running the streets, trying to play both, trying to be the little church boy and then trying to be in the street at the same time. Let me tell you something. The streets got me. I wound up selling, selling drugs and in and out of jail and, and then began to use drugs. Over 20 years, 
I was homeless over 12 years of my life. In the midst of that, I would consider that everybody had forsook me. Oh, not this tangible sweeper called Mama. As the Lord has done a work in my life, I asked my mama, I said, Mama, what was you doing when I was out in the world living for myself? This is what mama said. She said she would come home every night. She would put her bags by the door and she would go into the room and she would lay prostrate on the bed and cry out, Lord, the devil can't have my son. This is my only son, and the devil, he can't have him. And years later, the prayers of a mother who exemplified Jesus Christ to me constantly is my tangible sweeper. Do you have any tangible sweepers? Someone that's just, they're just right there. They're just right there for you. They're tired. They, they grow weary. But they're just right there. Here's what mama said. She put it like this, the reason, because I asked her, why did you hang on? Mama said, I could not give up on you because Jesus did not give up on me. I couldn't give up on you because Jesus didn't give up on her. My brothers and sisters, just allow the spirit to keep sweeping through your life as you continue to go after the loss. I get calls every day, calls that break my heart, calls of mothers and sisters and brothers reminding me of the laboring mother that I have. They, they ask questions like, have you seen my uncle, my brother, my, my husband, or my father? They're saying, can you help me find my lost coin? People are desperate because the lost coin is in our families, not just across overseas another country. They're in our family, our community. They're around us everywhere we go daily. Our last point is the search. She turned on the light, she swept the house, and she searched carefully. Not carelessly, when you go on your mission journey, it's not, oh, whatever. Not aimlessly. It's not my way. How many are thankful today? Just a question. Of God's patience for you. How many are grateful today that God has been patient? called forbearance, 
for you. In the search, can you see her? Can you see her searching for what is valuable to her in the search as well as God searching for us? Get this picture. Can you see her? She's looking in every corner. She's looking through every box, in every drawer. She shakes out every article of clothing. She, she drops to her knees and searches under every piece of furniture. She's toiling, she's laboring, her, her ambition and her, her affections is, I must find my lost coin. I'm very thankful. As missionaries, as we go on the journey, we can see Jesus, can't we? We see Jesus in this story in our missionary journey of, of winning souls to Christ, can't we? Oh Lord, we thank you today for using this lady story as a canvas to paint the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Intricately my challenge today for you first is to start with your own house. I began to get a burden for my family, all of the craziness that was going on in my life. When the Lord set me free, I just took off in ministry, you know. And in the mid part of it, I began to understand I got sisters. I got nieces and I got nephews that, that don't know Jesus. Start in your home first, laboring in prayer, being a witness to them that are close to you. Is there someone lost in your house? Live inside out. Take care of your home first and allow God to ship you. This is my father's world. He could send you anywhere, but you have a house. So start with our house. Sweeping our house. And as I gather myself, let's remember that today, Today, even the lost can be found. Today, just as well as when Jesus was on the cross and he gave it up and then he rose, died, rose, buried and rose again and have all power in his hand. It's not over yet. Today is the day. And she said, rejoice to me, with me. That's the body of Christ. I found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you that there is rejoicing in the presence 
of the angels over one sinner who repents. Sometimes it's just the one. Am I speaking to the one today? That when one give their life to Jesus Christ, heaven throws a party. And then you need to tell them, you might not find anybody in your life right now that may throw a party for you, but heaven does. Let's pray. Oh, precious Lord, take our hands as well as our heart and help us to be mindful that you desire to use us. Not in our way, but in so many ways you can use us. All of us have a, we're ambassadors, all of us have a ministry. You stuff gifts in all of us, callings to glorify you. Lord, my prayer is our start. I, I pray that we start in our houses and begin to work inside out. Oh, Lord, my desire is to be used by you. Thank you for being so kind and loving to me. That's the best place to start. I ask a question. My question is, if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that is lost, that is that silver soul in the dirt, Come to Jesus. God, I ask that you would use this church to win souls for you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. That's a good word. You know, here's the thing. You just ask Eric to come speak. There's things that God's been placing on my heart to share with you guys here in the last.